Welcome to the Human Being Unleashed podcast, where we redefine, realign, and reimagine what it means to be human so that you can live a life with the health, wealth, and relationships that are inherently yours. Let me pull you guys up on my phone. So if you have any questions about this short story, I'm going to tell you. Um, I can go ahead and I can address them if you are watching the live video right now. If you're listening to the podcast, but you're not in the group, get yourself in the group. You're going to see the link in the show notes below to get in the group. Plenty more trainings in there for you. Plenty more resources in there for you. And I'd love for you to get all the resources that are going to be getting helping you get more out of yourself and more out of your business. But today I'm going to share a very short story that is designed to help you understand where procrastination is actually coming from. Because when you know where procrastination is actually coming from, you can eliminate it and you can let it go. And when I say let it go, I mean let go of a emotional response because procrastination is not a behavior problem. Procrastination is an emotional problem. And I'm gonna show you what I mean by that. So I was, I had a client on Tuesday um, so I did a recent partnership, really cool, uh, partnered up with an uh, awesome mastermind and um, they've been basically sending me all of their clients. Um, all of these clients are, a lot of them are in the sales space. And um, one in particular was telling me like, you know, because when somebody gets on a session with me, one of the questions I like to ask them, it's a very interesting question, but when somebody sits down on a session with me, the very first thing I'm going to ask them is, if I can give you anything you want today and you can ask for anything you want with, that, with absolute certainty that you will get it, what would that be? And you can ask for anything that you want. What would that be? It was like, I want unwavering focus. I want unwavering focus. I want to be very focused. Okay. You want to be focused. What do you mean by that? Why well, get distracted easy? What do you mean you get distracted easy? Well, I, I'm, I'm sitting here and then, I'm doing one project and then my mind automatically wants to do another project. And I'm so jumpy right now because I'm like so young. He's like a 25, 24 year old kid doing very well for himself financially, has a lot of time on his hands. And so whenever he's like working on a project, he immediately wants to go work on another project. And he's just very sporadic right now. That's actually a very big benefit to a lot of people. I'm the same way. That's why I get a lot of things done. But anyways, this was getting, this was not allowing him to get a lot of things done. And so as we broke it down, he used the word procrastination. I was like, why did you use the word procrastination? This entire time you were talking about distraction and focus. You said procrastination. It was like, well, if I look at it, dude, I'm just procrastinating, man. Like I'm, it's not that I lack focus. I'm just procrastinating. Hey, Genevieve, this is going to be so interesting. I'm super happy you're here. But hit me with the hashtag live if you're live, guys. I see a few of you on here. But, and um, it got down to procrastination. He was like, Adrian, I can focus, but I just procrastinate a lot. I was like, all right, let's figure out why you're procrastinating. So you are not at the mercy of past events, okay? You're not at the mercy of past events, but I do timeline therapy with my clients to go to past events, okay? It's not because they are at mercy of past events. 
It's because when you look at the past events, you look at your past through the eyes of your current beliefs. So when I take a client back in a hypnosis session to look at their past and they start telling me what they believe, what, what they believe because of these events, they're revealing their current beliefs, not, not past beliefs, the current belief. So I just want to make sure you understand you're not at the mercy of a past event, but this is just timeline therapy allows me to pull the beliefs from the mind that's causing the problem. So we go, let me actually, I want, I want, I want you guys to actually understand what happened here. So here's the first, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read through the scenes. I'm going to keep his name. I'm going to keep his name, um, of course, quiet. But I'm going to read to y'all guys what came up during the session. So I want y'all to see really quick. I want y'all to see if you can catch why he's procrastinating. All right. I want y'all to see if he can catch before I tell you. And by the way, since our session, he's gotten a lot of things done. And he has actually moved forward on a project that he's been procrastinating on a long time. And um, he's just not procrastinating anymore right now. He's hungry. He's hungry and he's moving forward. Okay. So timeline therapy, we went to the first session. Okay. Now, when you're in a state of hypnosis, you're in a state of theta brainwaves. So when you're in theta brainwaves, the wall between your conscious and unconscious mind kind of just breaks down. So you can communicate with your unconscious mind very effortlessly. So I can tell the unconscious mind, I can say, Hey, um, hey, you, uh, you're procrastinating. Tell me why. The unconscious mind will just present a memory. This is so interesting. The mind is just so cool. Now you guys like understand why I love this work. Like it's the funniest shit ever in the world to do for me. But the first thing that came up for him was 12 years old. He was 12 years old. He was playing the video game. Pay attention to this. He was playing a video game and the whole time he knew he had to get his homework done, but he was pushing off his homework. And I was like, okay, well, what are you telling yourself? You're 12 years old. Be in that moment. What are you telling yourself? He said, well, when I have less time, I can get things done faster. Okay. So he associates efficiency with less time. So it's hard for him to spend a lot of time on a project focused, not procrastinating because it's associated with longer time to him. That's not efficient, but I didn't think that was it. I knew from doing the work, I knew there's probably something deeper. I said, okay, I want you to step into that little 12 year old boy. Tell me what's on your mind. He was like, I need to get to the next level. I was like, you need to get to the next level. What do you mean? I need to get to the next level in the game before I can do my homework. I'm like, why do you need to get to the next level? I said, repeat after me. I need to get to the next level because if I don't, then what? He goes, I need to get to the next level because if I don't, then I'm not good enough. Oh, you're not what? I'm not good enough. Oh, okay. Now let's figure out where that came from. Second scene that came up, he was actually 17 years old. See, the mind is not sequential. The mind does not... It's not, it's not like in a, the time that we think it will jump back and forth in between ages. He finds himself at 17, just finished his last, just finished a race. He was a swimmer. He'd been swimming for 10 years. He just finished his last race and he won second place. The only way you can go to nationals was by winning first place. So he went second. 
And then his career, his entire swimming career came to an end that day. And he told himself in that moment, it's all for nothing. I was like, what do you mean? He said, work is pointless if I can't win. It's pointless. Ah, it's pointless. And what are you telling yourself in this moment too? I'm not good enough because I couldn't get first. Oh, so if you can't get first, then what's the point of doing the actions you need to take to get to where you want to go? Now he's telling himself, it's just pointless to even move in that direction because I'm not good enough. It's not going to cut out. I'm not going to get what I want. And then the last thing that came up, he was 21 years old. And he... Again, look at the pattern, 21 years old. He sold $93,000 in sales, which was a really high record. But the next guy sold $150,000 in sales. And he tells himself, I gave it my best effort. And it still wasn't good enough. So what's the point? If you don't believe you're worthy of what you want, you're not going to take the actions to receive what's on the other side of that movement. Period. I had another client who was consistently procrastinating on his real estate, on his, in his real estate business, constantly procrastinating. When we took him through his timeline therapy and he went to his scenes, he found himself feeling like a burden, feeling unloved because his dad didn't want to play hide and go seek with him that day. So he felt like he was unloved. So why are you going to go after what you want if you're not deserving, if you're not loved, if you're not wanted? The way you communicate with yourself is going to determine whether you're moving forward on the things you say you're going to do or not. If you feel like you're not deserving of something, you're going to push it off and say that you're procrastinating and say that you're busy, say that you have ADHD, blame it on this, blame it on that. But it comes down to what you're telling yourself, because what you're telling yourself is going to dictate your focus. Your focus is going to dictate your actions, and then that's going to dictate what you experience. So let me ask you this. Is it? that you're procrastinating or is it that you don't feel good enough or deserving enough to, to receive what those actions that you're avoiding will give you? If you just assume the new belief that you are good enough, that you are worthy and that you are deserving, procrastination would disappear. Self-comparison, disappear questioning whether or not you can accomplish your business goals, your vision would disappear. Addictions, things like that, they begin to disappear. And then your revenue just goes all the way up and then you start making more. It is the most interesting things. I, I helped a client and you will see, he actually put his testimonial in here, but we helped the client just believe he was good enough. He went and doubled the sales right after our session and made $2,200 in commission, which is great in commission in a single day when he was like, dude, holy shit. I've never made that kind of in commission. 
because he just believed he was good enough. That was it. It just came down to his genuine belief in himself that he was good enough. And whenever Genevieve says, I'm not good enough, hold so many back. Genevieve, you're going to find this not, inter- not surprising, but I have maybe four of these, of these journals full of notes from like clients. And there's three main beliefs that come up when I work with these clients. There's three main beliefs that come up. I mean, I'm talking addiction, like porn addictions, alcohol addictions, procrastinating, um, the fear of selling, uh, the fear of being honest, um, the fear of conflict, social anxiety. Um, I mean, even eczema, like so much issues that have gotten brought in my way. I've narrowed them down. It's not, a, it's not every case, but majority of the times, the three beliefs I'm revealing is number one is I'm not enough. Number two Something is wrong with me. Number three, I'm too different. I'm just too different. I don't belong here. I don't fit in here. I'm a burden. I'm not wanted here. These stories are the only reason you don't have what you want. And you can throw every excuse in the book at me and say, Adrian, did you not understand COVID and like really hurt my business? Why haven't you been resilient since then, then? Right? There's outside circumstances I understand, but I want you to also understand you're going to perceive the outside circumstances through the lenses of your beliefs. So you're not going to see the circumstances for as they are. You're going to see the circumstances for as you think they are. You're going to see the circumstances for as, as they think they are. So remember this. Procrastination is not a behavior problem. Procrastination is an emotional problem. Solve the emotional problem itself, procrastination will disappear easily because you're going to be good enough to go get what you want. And when you feel that in your nervous system, when you let your mind accept that and your nervous system normalize that, then guess what? It becomes natural for you to show up the way you want to. And guess what I'm about to do? I'm about to send 20 email videos. I'm about to send 20 email videos to mastermind groups and other talk, other events that have stages that I can speak on. I'm about to send 20 videos of me emailing them saying, yo, I want to, I love what you're doing. I love this. I love this. I love this. I love this. I believe I can be a value because of this, 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 this. And I'm going to do that knowing that I deserve what I want. And they're going to feel that because I actually deserve what I want. And so I lead from a feeling of abundance, from a feeling of like, look, by me asking you this, I'm adding into your life. So you're going to say yes. But I can be scared shitless and not do this because I didn't think I was good enough. All right. So there you go. If you want to resolve your emotional problems, if you want to resolve your procrastination, just tell yourself you're just adopt the belief that you're good enough and that you're worthy enough and you can do whatever you want. There's so many ways for you to adopt a belief. There's so many ways for you to rewire beliefs and change it. First and foremost, what you can do is a great way to rewire to restore your value in yourself. It's been five minutes a day reviewing past successes. Five minutes a day, close your eyes, imagine a past success. That alone will reinstill self-worth. That alone is just a profound technique you can do. Super simple. Other than that, they have you can do lofty questions. In fact, I have a I have a podcast on this on four ways to rewire your beliefs. Um, so go check out the podcast, human being unleashed. You will see four ways to rewire your beliefs. It's a very simple, practical way to do it. Um, and I, you know what? I can actually go live in here 
And uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go live in here and I'm gonna drop that in here as well. But if you want an accelerated way to do this, if you want help with me one-on-one to help you do this kind of work that I was sharing with you, you wanna learn about the Resilient Mind program, just go ahead and comment below PDF. And I'm not gonna try to sell you anything, but I do have a 35 page PDF that goes over my entire system, my entire process and what it does what it doesn't do, who it's for, who it's not for, pricing, um, literally all the ins and outs of what I do. That way, if you want to work with me, you have all the information. I don't have to sell you shit. You know if you want to work with me or not. All right. So aside from that, I hope this was helpful for you. And I will drop your biggest takeaways in the comments below. Here's a tip. When you drop your takeaway in the comments or when you reflect on something you learned, you ingrain it even deeper. So drop your takeaways in the comments. If you felt like this was valuable, comment below value and invite some of your friends who you know can benefit from this group. Invite them in here so they too can get more out of themselves.
if our listeners want to work with you, want to just get to know you more, uh, you know, follow you, what would be the best way for them to reach out to you? Or do you have something you'd like to give to the audience? What's, what's that look like? Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I actually, I don't do um, free downloads or, you know, funnels or anything like that. Um, I really prefer to just have wonderful one-on-one -on -one conversations with people. So if you're interested in, uh, in what we do, if you want to share one of your big ideas, right on our homepage at worldchangers.media is a link to book a call with me and just let's, let's dive in on your big idea. Perfect. I'll put that in the show notes below. Um, I do ask everybody this last question and I want to ask it to you. And that is if you had 60 seconds left in the world, right? Um, in terms of that was it, right? 60 seconds left in this physical human experience. And you had a microphone that was just broadcasted globally and you were going to give one last message anything. It doesn't have to be book related. It can be whatever is on mind. Mm. What would that be? What comes immediately to mind is you are whoever you decide you are. So please stop fucking around and do what you came here to do. Mm.